Good morning, morning, church. Good people. How are you? Happy Pentecost. Yay. I hope you're wearing your best pair of red plaid pajamas this morning. Or your (laughs) t-shirts. Your red lipstick. That's right. Your favorite red coffee mug. We are excited to be together on this Sunday, and I just kind of wish we were all together. Pentecost is a great, great celebration, but it's very good to be here and to be uh, with you wherever you are. And I'm feeling a little better thanks to some uh, good doses of medication. So I'm not well, but I'm weller. You're better. Better. That works. Better. (laughs) He is better. Um, If you do have a a camera nearby and you want to take a picture of you in your red and post it for everybody to see, I think that would be a lot of fun. Kind of join in with an extra little celebration and getting to see people's faces in the comments. Um, I know some of you have red hats that you can pull that you've been worn in a few months, so you could put those on too. Show the red uh, fingernail polish or toenail polish or something (laughs) fun. Um, We do have a couple announcements this morning. Um, Our drive-through graduate party that will be celebrating um, all of our graduates. We've decided not just to celebrate uh, this year our high school graduates, but also those that graduated from college. So so we'll include all of them with their names in our Tuesday update that'll be emailed out on Tuesday. Um, But I wanted to go ahead and let you save the date. So it's going to be Sunday, June 14th from 1 to 2 p.m. And that'll be in our South Church parking lot. And the graduates will be spaced out between the parking spots and their vehicles will be decorated. And there'll be uh, little trash cans or buckets kind of in chairs in front of them to where if you have a card or a word of encouragement you wanna drop in for the graduates, that'll be a perfect opportunity to do that. Um, and then whenever we can uh, meet face-to-face then um, before they, those that are high school grads and those that are college grads uh, go off uh, from here, hopefully we'll be able to actually uh, lay hands over them and pray for them before they go. Um, we do have a little bit of word uh, from our board chair, Sally Revley, about our reopening committee. Um, the reopening committee will meet on June 10th to review benchmarks for determining when we will phase into reopening the church for in-person activities. Final action on the committee's recommendations will be presented to the church board for approval. Once those uh, recommendations are approved by the board, then we will share those with everyone. Um, And so look for those uh, after the next church board meeting. And that uh, that just means for Sunday worship that it looks like uh, probably most of June will still be online. I mean, they haven't given a date. Obviously, they're setting benchmarks, but the board meeting uh, that's mentioned is the third Monday of June. So we'll be uh, at least through that and on into that. So we'll continue uh, to uh, worship here online together as we're uh, coming to get familiar with and love. And uh, yeah, so we'll continue our community. (laughs) That works. And happy Pentecost. I just added a banner in pretty red. Very nice. Um, nice. Just a reminder, we do have all of our uh, videos coming out uh, during the week. So if you haven't been getting those, uh, check those out for kids. Youth Group Zoom, our uh, Thursday hymn sing that Kim uh, continues to put together. We have Farmer's Market that continues uh, on a Friday at our church parking lot, and that's been uh, going really well. And so uh, we thank you uh, for them, for them uh, supporting uh, everything uh, that's going on in our community. Um, I want to invite us as we transition uh, to Pentecost uh, to just take a moment to find a piece of quiet. Marty's going to light our candle, perhaps if you have one. Uh, you can light yours as well. 
maybe you need to grab uh, your supplies for communion, uh, you can do so now. If you have a prayer concern, you can send those uh, in the comments uh, on Facebook or email or text those to us if you're able to do that. And we will uh, make that uh, part of our uh, prayer concerns later in our service. But I just want you to find a moment of breath. Just breathe in deeply if you're able. On Pentecost Sunday, it began quiet in a room. Jesus has told his disciples to go to Jerusalem and to wait. They didn't know what they were waiting for. They just waited. They waited in quiet. They breathed together. They waited until they heard the spirit move. And we've said before in church that the Hebrew word for spirit, ruah, is the same word for breath which connects us from Pentecost Sunday all the way to creation when God breathed into the lungs of humanity and gave life, God's very spirit coming in us. When we breathe, we feel God's spirit. So I invite you to feel that presence this morning as we wait. But we can't help but breathe right now and think of all that we're learning of breath, breath that can spread disease and bring death, breath that was taken so dramatically from George Floyd live on Facebook. We think of breath, our fellow humans breathing together, that connection with God, that shared humanity that we are, are all God's. And God's spirit lives in all of us. And so I invite you to take just three more deep breaths as we wait. As we think of all that's been going on this week, that we've seen the anxiety, the fear, the questions. We give it to God. And we feel God's spirit come upon us. The noise, the fire, the wind the spirit of God birthing the church again today. And we give thanks. I invite you to take one more breath. And let us join in our call to worship. If I can switch the screen. Come, Holy Spirit, the, the wind, wind of God, God the, the breath, breath of, of life. life. Come, Holy Spirit, our, our advocate, our counselor. Come, Holy Spirit, teacher of, of wisdom, reminder of Christ. Come, Holy Spirit, grantor of forgiveness, giver of peace. Come, Holy Spirit, may we feel God's breathing through our worship. May we receive the Holy Spirit in this place. Our opening hymn is going to be uh, the song Spirit. 
It is uh, a longer song. Uh, it's one of our favorite Pentecost songs, uh, four verses, and it tells that story of Pentecost. There's some interesting uh, poetry in it as it walks us through that opening text where Peter preaches from the, uh, uh, from the prophet Joel, where he speaks of old men's eyes being cleared and women are being... Fa uh, uh, women's eyes being we, Women's eyes being men open being and able men's to... eyes being uh, seen dimly, whatever the, the phrase is. But that, that text of the spirit moving, opening our eyes, may our eyes be opened as we worship this morning. it up this morning. <laughs> That's okay. Thank you. 
read our unison prayer together. Sacred breath, move through our homes, unlock a song within your people. Breathe into us your hopes and dreams for a world filled with justice, love, and peace. Amen. All right. So now that's the piece. That's right. Now is when we go and we uh, greet those that are around us. So if anyone is there around you, even if it's a four-legged friend, uh, greet them right now. Um, jazz hands are uh, the with a come. hug. Kids, come on up for children's Let me time. Go get the kids. Okay, they should be awake, should dressed, up, ready. Are you? Are you kids dressed? Are y'all ready? Hey, Oliver. You're the first one over here. Can you say hello to everybody this morning? Let's just do it to right about there. Okay. So I have a question for you. Today is Pentecost Sunday. Where's your red? I don't you don't have red. You have red clothes. No. Okay. Well, well, it'll be, oh, you do have a little red on. Let's not show people that red though, okay? <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you. What does Pentecost mean? You've forgotten, don't yes. you? Yeah, it's been a little while. So I have a question for you. Um, 
or I hear something else. So sometimes in languages, we break things down and then we see what the two words together mean. Uh, what about, what do you think penti means in, in Greek? What do you think that means? It's a word that you learn pretty early in your lives. It is actually one of your ages. Hi, Bodhi. How are Hi. you? You wore your red today. Good job. Yeah, Bodhi. I had to improvise. You did. I like that red tie. That's really nice. And, and you have a red nose, too. I do. My tie's falling off already. <laughs> That's okay, Bodhi. We still that love you. Um, I know what Pinty means. What does Pinty mean? Oh, Bodhi. count my fingers. No, that's wrong, Bodhi. You, you only have four fingers. Oh, 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 five. Yes, Pinty means five. And Pentecost uh, comes from the Greek oh, word um, Penticonia, which means if Pinty means five, and then we're adding Konia to it, what do you think that might mean? 10, so five and 10. 15. Nope, not 15. Two fives. Maybe. 500. <laughs> not 500. Shoot lower. 15. 50. Oh, yes. So Pentecost means 50. And our closest Sundays together are kind of 49 days. From Easter to now to Pentecost is 49 days, seven weeks. Um, and so we celebrate... Uh, Pentecost, but Pentecost isn't that we celebrate that it's been 50 days since Easter. Um, who have you kids been learning about this month at our children's time videos? Jesus. Yes, Jesus, but who Good else? Answer. Good answer. Who else? He's really hairy. He likes to eat bugs. He lives out in the wilderness. Um, Bigfoot. Not Bigfoot. Oh, John! Oh, name. Uh, John the John the Presbyterian. Not John the Presbyterian, but oh. you're getting pretty close, Bodie. John. The Are you really not going to wake up this morning? John the Baptist. John the Baptist. John the Baptist. Baptist. Good job. Yes. Um, and him. why do we call him John the Baptist? Why did we say we call him John the Baptist? Well, um, you don't know. Finn just said it because he baptizes oh. people. And so John, John's whole mission, as our kids know, was to go and prepare the way for Jesus to come and for Jesus's ministry to start. And so he kept yelling at people, hey, people, this great guy's Listen coming. Up, people. Listen, he's got important things to say. And so he would then say, when he comes. When this great guy comes, you're going to want to listen because he's going to have all these really important things to say. And it's going to want to make you turn your life around and ask for forgiveness of your sins. And he went ahead and he would baptize people for the forgiveness of their sins. And when Jesus got there, what did Jesus do? What did Jesus say to John? Did he ask to be baptized? He did. And John said, I shouldn't be baptizing you. And Jesus said, yes, you should. And as Jesus was baptized, guess what flew down like a dove upon, upon Jesus? The Holy Spirit. And on this day of Pentecost, 50 from Easter, from Jesus's resurrection, 
guess what came down on all of humanity, on the disciples and on humanity to help guide us and, and serve us as we try to bring Christ to the world. Guess what came down on us? The Holy Spirit. And so that's why we celebrate today Pentecost. And a lot of people think that this is like the birthday of the church because this is when the Holy Spirit joined us. This is when we began being the people that we are today is because that Holy Spirit was there. That part of the Trinity is here, present, living and breathing among us so that that peace, joy, hope and love could still be here on earth, even without Jesus's physical presence. And so that's what we celebrate on Pentecost is the birth of the church. And a lot of people on Pentecost Sunday choose to get baptized because that is what we celebrate, is that receiving of the Holy Spirit on this day. And so let's say a little prayer. So repeat after me. Holy God. Holy God. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Sent down to us humans. Sent down to us humans. So that we may be your presence. So that we may be your presence. Of love. Of love. Of peace. Of peace. Of joy. Of joy. And of hope. And of hope. On all the earth. On all the earth. In Christ's name we pray. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. All hey, right, kids. Hey, happy birthday, church. Happy birthday! Yes, <laughs> Bye. It's good to see you, Bodie. Good to see you. Bye. Have Bye, kids. Cake. Yeah, it's a reason to celebrate. I like Bodie's idea. Have some cake, good people. If you've got cake, do it. Um. So as we uh, continue our service today, let's uh, be mindful. Oh, I want to acknowledge that this was our Pentecost. A banner that Mary Johnson made for us last year. And uh, I was really excited that it's still uh, able to fit on our wall uh, here to, to show you the beauty. It's um, modeled after the stained glass in the, the Mercy uh, Chapel there at Mercy Hospital. Um, and it's just beautiful. And it reminds us of that Holy Spirit of God's presence um, being descended upon uh, all of humanity. Um, as we continue our service, um, we continue to support the works of and ministries of our church. Um, I tell you, from week to week, we never know what ministries are going to pop up and we never know who's going to need help and in what ways they need help. And I was just uh, telling Travis and and a couple of friends yesterday, you know, it's it's amazing what uh, what we do as community and how we pull together and how people with resources come up and say, hey, I have this available. And then we hear of these same needs that are being met um, in one day's time this week. And these it's the little ones that always uh, mean a lot to me. Not that the big ones are not huge and, and remarkable things to celebrate, but there was a little girl in our community that her and her mom just fled from a, a bad situation. And um, 
she was able to get this week uh, her very first bed. And I think that's amazing. And uh, the pride to have your own first bed, like all to yourself. Um, that's amazing. And that's something to rejoice about. And it's people um, sharing their resources and what they have. And so helping if, out in the pastor's garden. Yeah. Like yes. The foxes. Yes. <laughs> Giving um, out a whole lot of ways. There, there's so many different ways uh, to help and to serve and to love. Um, if you're able financially to continue to support the works of our church and the ministry that continues both in and out of our building. Um, feel free to mail those offerings to 701 Main Street here in Norwalk or go online at norwalkcc.org backslash give. Um, we want to, to pray over those offerings now. One second. Um, today is being Pentecost. It is one of the Sundays we do a special um, offering. Yes, yes thank and, you. And uh, we have the Pentecost offering, uh, which I'm gonna pull up a video here from our general minister and president which talks more about it, but it's one of those offerings that uh, supports new church ministry um, here in our region. We have a number of new churches, one in, uh, in Des Moines, downtown Disciples, um, and there's a number of churches all over the country. Our church set uh, in the year 2000, the goal of by 2020, having 1,000 new churches, and it's 2020, and we have over 1,000 new churches that have been started by the Disciples of Christ uh, in Canada North America, in Canada and the United States. Um, and that work continues. Here's a video explaining a little bit more from our general minister and president, uh, Terry Horde Owens. Let me, I gotta pull up a little different screen here. So give me one quick second. Hello, disciples. The Pentecost Special Offering supports the work of New Church Ministry. In partnership with our regions, this ministry helps to establish new communities of faith and helps to discern how they are to live out their call in their local context. The Holy Spirit equips us with new tools, new methods, listening to new voices and hearing new stories. Remember, every church was once a new church. Your generous support of the Pentecost offering ensures that we will continue to be able to hear God's call as we emerge as new fire, a new church showing up for a new world. Thank you so much for your generosity. And if you'd like to give to that, and when you give online, uh, there should be a little memo um, where you can just put Pentecost offering or write it on your check that you mail or send it in a special envelope that designates that. But if you want to give on top of your regular offerings, uh, that, that'll go straight to new church ministry. That's right. So let's uh, say a prayer over all of those uh, offerings, um, including those that are outside of our, of our financial givings. Um, and those that go to start new churches, because that's what we're celebrating today in Pentecost is the start of the church. So good people, let's go together in prayer. Gracious God, um, thank you. Uh, thank you for resources and talents and gifts that continuously surprise us and the hearts, the generosity, the love of people to where they say, hey, uh, I'm not using this. Sure. Maybe maybe someone else can use this right now. Or somebody saying, you know what? Um, I've got extra time on my hands. I'm. How can I bless those around me that need some extra help right now? 
how can how can we with the surplus of money that we have right now even even if it's not much how can we use it uh, to bless others let's start new churches let's fund this project let's support the ministries of our community gracious god for the gifts for the hearts for the talents that you continue to flow through us we thank you and we pray that all of our talents and the many sources and ways that they come to us all bring glory and honor to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Um, we have another special video that will serve as our doxology for today. Um, you know, our church uh, is divided up in regions and part of Pentecost is recognizing the unity of our church. And all of our regional ministers uh, put together a special a video of song, um, the regional minister, along with our uh, general minister and president and some of our uh, racial and ethnic ministry heads um, have given this gift to the church uh, to share this Sunday. And I hope that it will bless you. Pandemic time, we have sheltered and worshiped at home. We have celebrated the resurrection of Jesus and we have celebrated Pentecost that day the Holy Spirit landed upon a great and diverse collection of people. God's presence and greatness is being proclaimed in word, deed, and song. The regional ministers of the Christian Church, Disciples of Christ, have met every week to share ministry concerns and to check in with each other. From those conversations, there emerged an idea of an offering in song from the College of Regional Ministers to you. Joined by our General Minister and President and executives of our racial ethnic ministries, we are pleased to share this offering with you. Yeah, 
that had you dancing i was over here kind of bumping in my seat <laughs> yeah it was good to see all of those faces that was a lot of fun um prayer concerns? yes um i do have some prayer concerns already so i'll go ahead and start with those if you have any more uh please feel free to text those to us or uh write them in the comments uh if we don't get them uh read aloud while we're here then we'll make sure that they get sent out in the tuesday update email um, we want to uh, remember Lori Diebel, uh, Lori Diebel's family. Um, her brother-in-law uh, died while kayaking last Sunday morning. Uh, her sister Sherry and uh, their two boys, Alex and Ryan, that are 23 and 19, um, really, uh, really having a hard time with this. So please uh, keep them in your prayers, uh, all of them. God of resurrection. Hear our prayers. Um, Shirley Richardson uh, is having, uh, has some blood clots in both of her lungs um, and is on complete rest. Um, so Shirley, if you're listening to this, make sure that you're resting um, because we all know that you're supposed to be resting, okay? Mm -hmm. And so uh, do uh, send extra prayers up for Shirley and that uh, she has the patience and willpower to, uh, to actually uh, sit back and relax and allow her body to heal. God of healing. Hear our prayers. Um, we pray uh, for Pastor Travis that's sitting beside us and he's looking pretty good right now because he has new steroids, new uh, antibiotics, and got two humongous shots yesterday of each antibiotics and steroids. <laughs> um, so I'm actually extremely mm. surprised he's sitting beside me this morning. Um, uh, but continue to pray for him. He has mono, strep C, and tonsillitis. 
uh, either go big or go home, I guess. So uh, do keep him in your prayers. Uh, He looks and sounds better than he has all week right now. Um, But I am imagining uh, the moment that the service ends, he's going to be flat back in the bed and uh, down and wiped out after this. So uh, do don't let his looks right now deceive you. Uh, God of healing. Um, Continued prayers for Teresa Williams. She Mm -hmm. had a scan done this past week. She'll get those results tomorrow. Um, So uh, prayers for her and prayers that those results are very good, that the tumors have shrunk, that uh, everything is going how she would like for them to be going. God of healing. Hear our prayers. Um, We want to pray for the Indris family, Uh, the mother of that family who uh, is in her 40s, just a couple years older than than us. Uh, Her name is Tara. She died this week. Um, And now their uh, 16-year-old Reagan is in the hospital with the same symptoms. Um, And they've got a lot of uh, close friends in the community and in our church. Um, Yeah. Um, so pray for, for, uh, our community, for that family. I can't imagine what Reagan's going through, um, losing a mom and then being hospitalized for the exact same symptoms all back to back. Um, it's a really crummy situation. So, uh, God of healing and resurrection and love. Hear our prayers. Um, continued prayers uh, for Cy Albertson. Uh, he's been doing great. As you know, we've prayed for him before, uh, how uh, he was fighting stage four uh, liver failure, how uh, he got on the transplant list. He's doing so much better that he's no longer on that transplant list, which is a huge joy and prayer and praise. But uh, we still want to continue uh, for to see his health. Uh, go and progress in those healthy, good directions. So continued prayers for him, uh, for good health, God of healing. Hear our prayers. Um, We want to continue right now uh, to pray for our graduates who would have graduated this weekend. Um, Graduates, I thought of you yesterday and I thought about how that was your graduate graduation day and how you were not getting uh, to wear that cap and gown and walk across the stage. Sorry. Love you, kids. But I did. And it sucks. And I said that. But I I agree. I stand by it. It does. And so um, let's uh, keep them and their families in our prayers. God of love. Hear our prayers. Um, for our world right now, um, for love, for justice, uh, for peacefulness, um, for understanding and clearing of our eyes for our world right now. God of love. Hear our prayers. Um, We want to pray also for Jean Frazier uh, and all the residents of Westview Care Center in Indianola. Uh, Two of their staff members have tested positive uh, for COVID-19. And so we want to pray that those, uh, those, members and those residents and the rest of the staff and the doctors that go in there all remain healthy. God of healing and love. Hear our prayers. We want to pray for uh, 
the Routh's son, Rhett, uh, and his family. Uh, Rhett is a Des Moines police officer. Um, he hasn't been assigned to work nights recently, and so he hasn't um, been a part of what we've been viewing uh, from our TV screens. Um, but uh, prayers uh, for Rhett and his family, uh, especially their 13-year-old, uh, Ben, he's really struggling right now. Um, with understanding uh, why so many people hate his dad right now. Which also is not nice. Um, so God of love. Hear our prayers. And um, let's, let's take in another deep breath. Part of Pentecost is that breath, that Ruah, that Numa, um, that living, breathing spirit that is inside us, the wind that blows through our lungs. So take in a deep breath, good people. Hold it in for a moment and then release. May the fires burn, oh God. The Pentecost tongues of fire burning down the systemic racist structures within that which we live and find comfort. The Pentecost tongues of fire burning hot in our hearts, leaving only the ashes of racism and injustice to be buried. The Pentecost tongues of fire burning white hot vaporizing the racism and injustices by which we live our lives. And may the winds blow, oh God, may the winds blow hard. The Pentecost winds of your spirit blowing away forever ideologies of fear and superiority and privilege, bringing to us the desire to respect to cherish, to protect people of color, people unlike ourselves, and even ourselves. We have waited far, far too long, oh God, living in these hateful ways with the spirit that you have gifted us. Help us change our ways of being before it is too late. Gracious God, continue to surround us, to love us, to guide us with your spirit. And in times that we can't pray and find our words, may we sit with you in tears and silence. And when we have tongues to speak, but still have no words, may we turn to that prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We have a special 
uh, music today by Kim Ward. Uh, Kim is uh, actually away from Norwalk right now, visiting her uh, father in South Dakota. And so we wish you a good trip and a good visit uh, with your dad. And thank you for sharing your gifts with us this week, Kim. Oops, I got to skip a few things here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Mind. There we go.
Thank you, Kim. And I want to read to us our scripture reading, the story of Pentecost from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. <clears throat> when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as a fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not all those who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native languages? Corinthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontius and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. In our own language, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you. And listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it's only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days, says Joel. It will be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, even among my slaves, both men and women. In those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show portents in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Thank you. There were some big words in that and uh, he did well. Good people, last week we talked about Jesus ascending the disciples being left to bring peace, love, hope, and joy to all the world. That's not an easy task. Imagine twister style winds blowing through a building followed by rapid wild spreading fire. This is the image of Pentecost. This is the image that Paul gives us. Tongues raging and confusion to the point people were asking what they were drinking. This week we saw a lot of rage. Rage can be a very dangerous thing. Anger is normal. But what we do with our anger, how we choose to use it, matters. If seeing injustices upsets us, 
if it angers us, good, it should. If it makes us speak up and stand up for justice in our daily lives, good, it should. If it makes us intentionally make sure our societal structures include people of all ethnicities, all ages, all genders, all religions, good, it should. If it makes us cause harm to people, to buildings, cause harm to the cause itself, we have misguided our anger. I'm gonna be more blunt here than I normally am. But Norwalk, our community is primarily white. I am white. So I'm speaking as a white person who knows very little about experiencing racism. It angers me when I hear of injustices such as George Floyd. Do I put that blame on police officers? No. The majority of those in blue put their lives on the line to serve and protect all human life. Do I blame individuals and leaders that support, encourage, and model unjust behavior? Yes. I don't have answers to this deeply rooted systemic issue. At times when I hear everybody's opinions being thrown at us, it's like they're all speaking in tongues, but we can't understand each other. And we start asking the questions, what are you drinking? But good people, even though I don't have an answer to this systemic issue, I do have a belief. I believe if each of us in our own lives stand up for injustices and not let cruelty slide, people will know these injustices are not tolerated. They are not okay. When people know that things are wrong and they can't get away with saying it or doing it, they begin to change their behaviors and they pass this knowledge on that they've acquired to others. This knowledge, this goodness then begins to spread like a wildfire. Knowledge, understanding, these are powerful tools. When Jesus ascended, the disciples were afraid. They were fearful because they thought they had no tools. But that Holy Spirit infected them. The Holy Spirit burned inside them. The Holy Spirit is what tells you when things are wrong and when things are unjust. The Holy Spirit is what guides you to making a better solution. And when the Holy Spirit is present, it may look like burning anger. When the Holy Spirit is present, it may look like wild tornado strength winds whipping through your life. When the Holy Spirit is present, it may make others wonder what you had to drink. 
It may make you stand up and speak out against a long time pal when the two of you get together to hang out. To let that person know that what they just said as a joke isn't tolerated. It may make others roll their eyes at you or turn their heads against you. But it will make you proud for what you're standing up and for doing what's right. Speaking up for the poor, the weak, the voiceless in our societies. Speaking up for the people that our society unjustly views as lesser, the minorities, the women, LGBTQ community, the people who don't look, speak, dress, worship, eat, or act like we, unfortunately, expect everyone to. The Holy Spirit is our tool to combat injustices so that love, peace, joy, and the hope of Christ can prevail in our world. That Holy Spirit is instilled in humanity. That's what we celebrate at Pentecost, is that that Holy Spirit has descended upon us as our tool. It's what we celebrate this day. May the Holy Spirit guide us and aid us as we bring love, peace, joy, and hope back into this world. Amen. Amen. As we continue to celebrate all that God gives us, these riches, these richness parts of life, we celebrate Christ's table. We celebrate that every time we gather, we are all welcome to this place. We are called God's beloved. We are given these gifts, these gifts of love. For Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he picked up a loaf of bread and he blessed it and he broke it. And he shared it with everyone those that looked like him and those that didn't, those that agreed with him and those that didn't, those that weren't for Jesus. He still loved them. He still fed them. He was still kind and peaceful to them. After he had given it to them, letting them know that, that this bread represented his body, and all that he stood for. He then lifted up the cup and he blessed it and he shared it with them, letting them know that this cup represents a covenant, a promise that God will always be there. When we see God and when we can't see God, God's presence is there working, living among us. And that presence that's with us right now is that Holy Spirit that we're celebrating today. This trinity is incredible. This, tr this trinity is always with us. God is listening. The Holy Spirit is working through us. Jesus guides us. This church, this meal, this promise is something that we celebrate every time we're together. Let us give thanks for these good gifts. 
gracious and holy God, thank you for your table of love, this table that reminds us that no matter how crazy the world around us seems, no matter how sick our loved ones are, no matter how many people we lose to illness and disease, that you are always there with us, living and moving and breathing. We thank you for these gifts. May they strengthen us. May they remind us of you as we go out through another week of serving you and bringing glory and honor in your name. All of this we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. The body and blood of Christ for you. The body and blood of Christ for you. Taylor, the body and blood blood of Christ. Travis, the body and blood of Christ for you. And yes, for those of you while checking in at home, Oliver got the communion cup. He's finishing it off. <laughs> Well, good people, we are blessed to be with you today um, on this Pentecost Sunday. We hope you will join us at our Zoom. Uh, the link is uh, emailed out yesterday morning or just posted in our Facebook group uh, just for a minute if you want to come and so we can see your beautiful face on Pentecost. Yeah. That would be great. You can call in, um, but we'd love to see you. Uh, and we, keep posting those pictures uh, yes, in there's, red. There's a I haven't been there. able to check in with all of them or I see may have them all. During the sermon. Oh, okay. Um, but the ones that I saw, uh, a huge good, smile in my heart. So thank you. Keep uploading those whenever it is that you're listening to this. Uh, upload it. And we will close with a song uh, that uh, we sang a few weeks ago. And it's just a good reminder of the unity that comes with us through the spirit. They will know we are Christians by our love. Church, and if you want a good smile and to receive some love, uh, just go over to Kay Guessman's uh, Facebook page. Yes. Her and Gary posted another song. I put a little love in your heart, and that'll be a great way to do a little dancing. It is. Uh, They're this, so adorable. Uh, you have to go. You have to go check out her Facebook page. It's fantastic. Happy Pentecost, Church. Happy Pentecost. Happy birthday, Church, and uh, good people. 
as we tell you every week, continue taking good care of yourselves, continue taking good care of each other, uh, be mindful and loving wherever you go. Uh, we each have our bad days and our good days. And so continue to remember that other people also have their bad days and good days and that love is deserved by all. Um, I love you. Have a fabulous week. Amen.